Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of the Wine and Chisme podcast, a podcast created to share the stories of people from marginalized and communities of color doing remarkable things, all while sipping on a glass of wine. Today is my first solo episode since the welcome episode. With everything going on around us, I just felt compelled to share a little bit more about myself and what I'm going through. The ups, the downs, and even the ugly. Well, in this case, the ugly tears. So grab your glass of wine and join us for the chisme. Besides the welcome, this is the first solo show that I have had for episode 15, which seems kind of fitting because everything that has gone on in our world with COVID-19, I really just wanted to share everything that I've been going through because I feel like a lot of people have been going through it. And I really just wanted to share what I've learned so far, what I've observed so far. But, you know, before we get to the chisme, we have to get to the wine. So today I am drinking from Josh Sellers, a Sauvignon Blanc, and it's a vintage 2018, which always cracks me up when things are called vintage and it's just within the last couple of years. But let me take my little sip. Now, I've had Josh wine before, but what I like, and I'm not normally a white wine person, but I tend to like Sauvignon Blancs because they're on the drier side and I don't have to pucker up for something super sweet. That's why I tend to like that. And this actually definitely holds up to that. And here's another tip. This is not, this is just a screw top. So if you are going on a picnic or you're going somewhere where you don't necessarily want to have a cork and have to have a cork remover and all of that, this has a screw top. So pretty awesome. So like I said, why I am doing a solo show today is because in the last, oh my gosh, what, eight weeks? Who knows at this point? I have gone through a lot of emotions and I've gone through a lot of struggles and I really just wanted to share that because I've heard a lot of people going through similar things. And I think it's so important that we take the opportunities to be vulnerable when your heart is calling you to do that. And really, that's kind of what happened with this. It was just I felt really called to do a solo show to talk about that. So as many of you know, and if you haven't figured it out by now, if you haven't met me, I am a total extrovert. And a lot of times people get extrovert and introvert kind of mixed up. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're shy or that you're you're not shy or anything. It really has to do with how you get your energy, how you 
recharge yourself. And I'm the type of person where I need to have people to get my energy. Being by myself for too long, it's, first of all, I get way too much in my mind, but it really drains me being by myself for long periods of time. Sundays, I, prior to all of this, Sundays were my self-care Sunday days. And I wouldn't necessarily, sometimes I would see friends, but I wouldn't necessarily see my friends. It would just be me and my dog, Q. And we would go have breakfast by myself, walk down to the waterfront by myself and sit down and just people watch. And I loved that. And I do love that. And I really hope to be able to get back to that at least in some way sometime soon. So it's really about how you get your energy and that, those things, even though I was technically by myself, I loved it because the energy buzzing around in San Diego, especially when you're at the waterfront and everything is so awesome. And there's so many people just enjoying their day and enjoying the sunshine. And I just love seeing that. So coming back from my trip, I went to a trip to Atlanta to see some girlfriends. And literally the following week is when things shut down. And at first, it was first like, oh, wow, we went on our trip right on time. And we think, oh, it's only going to be two weeks. And then it progresses and then it progresses, and then it progresses to where we are now. And the things that you don't think about because you never have to are coping skills in this way. I think we all have coping skills in different ways for different things that we've had to use, but how many of us, how many of us have actually had to use coping skills for a pandemic? I know I haven't ever had to. At first, it's fine. Okay, cool, you know. I'm so fortunate that I have a job that allows me to work from home and appreciative of that. However, my job also depends on other people going out and sending other people out to retail stores to take photos for marketing purposes. That's my like main nine to five. Well, that, could, that abruptly came to an end. So what other things could I do to make myself valuable to my company? And I'm very, very fortunate that they have found other things for me to do and I'm able to do other things and not everybody has that. But then as it got more serious where we are told to truly kind of self-quarantine, at first it was just social distance and people were out, but then it became like things are starting to shut down. The bars are shutting down. The restaurants are shutting down. And I live in a pretty lively spot in San Diego, very close to things. And the first couple of weeks, it was fine. We People were social distancing at the park and then the park shuts down and all of these things start happening and it starts playing with your mind. At least for me, it starts playing with my mind because again, I am a super extroverted person and as the city starts shutting down and I have a dog, so I'm out walking and they continue to encourage us to be outside to walk and to maintain social distance. And, and now in California, we are in, at least in San Diego, you have to wear a mask when you leave your house. It becomes like next level. And for somebody who gets their energy about being around people and even walking around with no people to get energy from, I started noticing how the first couple of weeks I was staying on a schedule. I was getting up, going to sleep at a certain time, waking up at a certain time, keeping my dog on a schedule because we live, we work at a co-working space 
close to the bay and row right on the bay. And so I would walk two miles in the morning, then come home and we would walk a couple more miles and keep him on his schedule too. After about two weeks, two, maybe three weeks, I noticed that I started getting way more tired and I just didn't want to get up. And it was so hard to be motivated to do anything. And I had to, but the, the walks started getting shorter and shorter because I just wasn't motivated. My energy was so drained, which sounds weird, right? Like we're not doing anything yet. I was completely drained of energy and I had been on the verge several times of crying. Cried maybe a little bit, but hadn't really released. Cried maybe a little bit, but it passed. And I've had many opportunities to have virtual chats with my friends, virtual chats with my family. And I have this podcast, which still allows me to continue to meet new people and talk to new people. And for that, I'm really fortunate. But it's not the same. I mean, you don't get the same energy. And thankfully, I do have this and it has definitely helped. But you definitely do not get the same energy off of a Zoom call as you do when you have somebody in person, especially when you're doing it over and over and over again. And I noticed I started becoming involved in more things because I needed to have that interaction. So one of the things I became even more involved in was We All Grow. It is a, basically it's a company that really supports the growth of Latinas in their space, whether it's entrepreneurial or whether it's uh, mentoring or everything. And because everything had come to a halt, they began doing virtual office hours and mentoring and all of these different things. And let me just say, consider yourself a Latina or femme, I would definitely suggest looking into it. It's truly been a lifesaver. And it's called Amigas from We All Grow. And with that, I started being able to connect with more people. And about two weeks ago now, I would say, I was on a call on a, on a virtual call with some several women, I don't know, maybe close to 40 women. And it was with Wendy Amara. And she's talking about what are the things that we're, we've, we need motivation to do. And so I talked and I said, I need motivation to move my body because I am so extroverted. I found my energy has just been drained because there's nobody to be around. So she started asking me some questions and I lost it. I completely broke down, ugly crying. And I'm telling you, there's probably close to 40 women on this call. And I just couldn't hold it in anymore. It was like every fiber of my being that had tried to be strong and stay positive and be okay was just like, let it out. And boy, did it come out. And at the moment I was embarrassed, but then reflecting back, I was looking at because so many other women started crying and I almost felt like it's what everybody needed. Like it gave people permission to let go. It gave people permission to cry because I feel as women, we try and hold it all together. And I don't even have a partner. Like I'm single. I live by myself, which is another layer of things. And it's just me and my dog. I don't have any kids. 
So I can only imagine if you're a wife and a mother that you're having to hold all of these things. Like you feel like you have to hold yourself together for your family. And for me, I felt like I just had to hold myself together for myself. And the fact that so many people got emotional and so many people start crying when I reflect on that moment, it was just like, I think to myself, it was what everybody needed. Because guess what? Not everybody copes the same way. There's been people who have dived into their side hustles. And I've been one of those people. Like I've definitely dived into doing stuff for the podcast. I've definitely dived into things in regards to getting certifications, to improve my skills, to do everything with my PR agency. I've definitely dived into a lot of those things. But at the same time, if I'm tired or if I can't take anymore, I'm just like, okay, I need a back. But not everybody has a side hustle. Not everybody wants a side hustle. Not everybody, like some people are just coping just to get through. And that's okay. And I feel like when you are around a lot of entrepreneurs and everything, we for, we tend to forget that, that not everybody is. Not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody is that. And it's totally okay. It's okay to feel the things that you feel. It's okay to feel like shit. It's okay you have a down day. I think the key to that, and by all means, I am not a psychologist, and this is all just my reflection and my opinion. But I also think a big key to that is allowing yourself to feel the things that you're going to be feeling, but don't allow yourself to get in such a big hole that you don't know how to climb out of it. And I truly try to remember that. But I will tell you, after having that big, ugly, at the moment, embarrassing cry, I've, I've felt so good. My body needed that release so bad, more than I even realized. So how am I coping beyond that? I've coped by being on Zoom calls, being trying to get involved in, in new and different things, even if it's virtually, going outside, forcing myself because... Even if I am drained, I have to remember I have a dog and he needs exercise. But once I start those steps, once I start getting outside, I feel so much better. Once I work out, even for 10, 15, 20 minutes, I feel so much better. And it's just forcing myself to do that to feel better. I've coped by trying to give back to the community because I think when you're focused on somebody else or something else, You don't have time to feel sorry for yourself. And one of the ways I did that was having a small business, support small business giveaway. I asked people if they took a, if they subscribed, rated and reviewed and took a screenshot and posted it and tagged me and then tagged a small business that they wanted to support. I would, at the end of, I think a week, I would give them $50 to support that small business. Now, this came out of my own pocket, and I'm not trying to brag or anything because believe me, it's only, it's $50, and if it was a sponsored post, it would be a whole lot more than $50. (laughs) But just for me, that was a way of me focusing my energy and a way to give back to the community that was not only just helping a small business, but helping somebody else be able to support as well. And I try once a week to support a local restaurant to give my money back because right now I'm not really spending money. I mean, I've been cooking way more. I love to cook. And with so much time, I've been cooking like crazy. 
So just the fact that I'm not spending all of this extra money, which has been good, believe me, just trying to do something to give back has made a difference in the way that I've coped. But I've failed too. I've failed by allowing myself to get a little bit too deep in those emotions sometimes. Like I said, you can feel it, but there's a difference between like feeling whatever you need to feel and then starting to feel sorry for yourself. And I've definitely hit that because I am single and I do live alone. And when you see everybody like quarantining with their roommates or whether it's significant others or with their families, it can be really lonely and you can start feeling sorry for yourself. But I've had to remind myself that I can't feel sorry for myself. I can feel the way I feel, but I need to be grateful for the things that I do have. And I do have, I live in a small complex where me and my neighbors all know each other and we've all been talking to each other, which has been really awesome. I think I've also failed in the way of keeping myself on a schedule because I know it's going to be that much harder to get back on schedule when we're able to go back into the office, which is okay to a certain extent. So I need to try and like give myself some grace on that particular thing. Those are probably the two biggest things that I failed at. But by reflecting on that, and believe me, there will continue to be reflections, what I have learned about myself so far, and I know that I am super extroverted. This is something I've always known. I'm an extroverted extrovert. I'm probably off the charts extroverted. But within that, I've really learned how to be with myself without everybody else around, without the noise around me. And that's hard. And that's something I don't think I've ever really had to do. I had knee surgery several years ago. And even with that, when I couldn't go anywhere, I had people coming over and bringing me food and visiting me. And I've just never been in this type of situation where it's completely self-isolating and Yes, I've had moments. Yes, I've cried. Yes, but I think I'm a lot more resilient than I've ever given myself credit for. That I I haven't taken the time to truly read many books as of late. And I think I've relearned my love of books because I've always been, I, I was always a reader growing up. And I think we like to be so busy and not miss out on everything that's going on. You kind of forget the other things that you like to do. And one of those things is reading. And I've become part of this book club. And one of the books that we're reading is the first book that I started reading with it is called Hood Feminism. And allowing yourself to open your mind, because I'm a light-skinned Latina, I know I have certain privileges that people who are more who are darker complected than me don't don't have and I've always realized that but then when you're reading about certain things it truly opens your mind even more and expands your mind even more and so it just reminded me of my love of learning and not necessarily being in school but my love of learning to be around other from other people and their experiences and that's really how this podcast came to be in the beginning is because I love people and I love hearing about their experiences and I love learning. And it was just kind of like a re like a reawakening of that in regards to my love of books and learning in, in a different way again. And the things that I've observed have been really interesting. I've observed some people go very 
commando in regards to their response and be very angry and be very, and I've seen people not social distancing, even within family and friends. And I think to myself, I'm not going to lie, like I am super crazy extroverted. If I can do this, you can do this. And it's just always so interesting. I, I believe that we are all entitled to our own opinions, but if you want to protest, that's great. Protest for your right, but I don't understand why, and this is, again, just my opinion. I don't understand why it needs to turn into a rally, a political rally. Why do you need guns to protest your freedom to go to a restaurant? That makes no sense. And when you look at the diversity of the makeup of that group, I mean, there's not much diversity in that group. So it's been really interesting to observe these things. I think there's been a lot of people finally seeing and and things that several of me and my friends have known and people and people across the way have known for a long time that there's a lot there's inequity across the board in regards to education and the fact that it had to come to a pandemic to truly address what that is in regards to students not having access to internet students not having access to electronics to allow them to learn. I really hope that it's something that's truly addressed because if it's not who has access to school and and who doesn't, it will only that divide will only become greater. So I'm going to hop off my soapbox in regards to that because I could go into that for a very long time and that's usually why I have Aurea here to be able to bounce those ideas off in regards to all the political stuff. I will just end it with this in regards to what I'm looking forward to most because I am like many or all of you I'm very much looking forward to the end of this I'm very much looking forward to the day where I can have happy hour with friends where I can travel to see a friend I am very much looking forward to the day where I don't have to question if I should go to my parents because both of my parents are working and my sister lives with my parents and she's a nurse practitioner and she works in the ICU of a hospital. And if you don't think that that doesn't have an effect on how I see things, then obviously it does. I'm concerned for my sister and I've seen the things that she has to wear when she's dealing with COVID-19 patients. So it does become frustrating when I see people who aren't social distancing, who congregate to yell and scream about their quote unquote rights to get their hair colored or whatever. It just really irritates me because my sister is putting her safety at risk because she is a frontline worker. And my mom is considered essential worker. And I have cousins who work in grocery stores and are truck drivers. So if you don't think this affects me and everything, it just is really frustrating because some people won't ever know that and won't ever see that. They're only seeing their own, their quote unquote, their own freedom to not be able to go to a restaurant or not be able to, I don't know. Again, let me get off my soapbox. So yes, those are the things I'm looking forward to most. I'm looking forward to being able to hug my friends and see my friends and go out to dinner with my friends, even having my friends over to my house. I am so looking forward to that. (sighs) This too shall pass, right? We will get through this and I hope that we will be stronger. I hope we will be able to say that, that one day when and As things slowly begin to open, 
I hope people continue to be careful and continue to respect what's going on and just try and be the best versions of themselves, including myself. I hope we all try and be the best versions of ourselves that we can be and that we don't revert back to all of these things that have happened because I feel like part of this is the earth's way of healing itself because we weren't listening to her. We weren't listening to all the things that we were doing to damage the earth. And she was like, all right, you're not going to, you're not going to listen. I'm going to make you listen. And I think this is our opportunity to truly reflect and look at those things. And it's not easy. And that doesn't mean that it, it sucks. I mean, frankly, let's be honest. This whole thing just sucks. We all want to be out. We all want to go back to normal. But I don't know if there will ever be an actual normal again. And with that, mi gente, that's how I've coped. And I would really love to hear how you guys are doing. Please feel free to reach out to me on social media and let me know, like, what are your thoughts? How have you been coping? Because I think we've all been doing different things and people have been giving me ideas that I had never thought of. So I would love to hear your ideas in regards to, to what you're doing. I am not a crafty person. I see all these crafty people doing really awesome things and I could only stand back and applaud, tip my hat to them because that is not me. My biggest thing has just been really been cooking. But you guys, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this and listen to how I've been coping. And until next time, mi gente. I must admit, I had another crying moment. But instead of tears of frustration, they were tears of happiness. Happy to have found a community that my best friend has named the Good Vibe Tribe. And she couldn't be more spot on. So thank you to everyone who continues to support and lift me up. I hope I'm providing the same support to you as you are to me. Do you have a story that needs to be told or know someone who does? then please reach out to me via my social media channels. You can reach me on Instagram at The Wine and Chisme and Facebook at The Wine and Chisme Podcast because you have to know by now that I want to hear your story. Remember, if you want to hear more Wine and Chisme, please subscribe. Rating and reviews are always appreciated. The five-star ratings are cool and the positive reviews are even cooler. Until next time, mi gente, saludos.